0: Welcome to the Remy and Casey Show podcast.
1: If you ever miss the show on 92.3 WIL each morning from 6 to 10 a.m., you can always listen right here whenever you want.
0: Thanks for listening.
2: It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Let's go Friday. Let's
0: go any other better way to open a Friday with a little four-part harmony, a little, little Big Town oh doing the National Anthem?
1: They're so good. Solid. It's like we were just talking about them. We love them. They're just some, like, adults with kids not trying.
0: <laughs> they they just are.
1: They just are. They're not trying too hard. Yeah. They're just making perfect harmonies and that's all they need and it's perfect.
0: You know, Boondock still holds up, too.
1: Yeah, it does.
0: I don't know how old that song is. I'm it's guessing... It's gotta be like 20-ish. Something like that.
1: I was gonna guess like 2007. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like in 20 years, that's still gonna be one of those like classic early 2000s songs. Yeah.
0: It's Remy and Casey Friday, and uh, Dirk Bentley was awesome last night. We had a blast. It was so cold. It was cold. Remy and Casey. Last night was the Dirk Bentley Show, and we had the pre-party at Hollywood Casino beforehand like we always do from 4 to 6. Sometimes the artists stop out. Well, last night we got wind that Riley Green and Priscilla Block would be coming out. Riley Green was first on a scale of 1 to 10, Casey. Please rate your Riley Green experience. 10 being, we're engaged.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's not true. So, I guess it has to be a nine. Okay. He was so nice, as you would expect. I feel like if you're familiar with Riley Green, he doesn't hit you as somebody who just wouldn't be so nice and cordial. He walked in, and everybody got super quiet. Yeah. He filmed a video with our afternoon guy, Marty, where they, like, made cocktails. And I heard, I didn't see this happening, but I heard that... The whole point of that is for Riley to make them both cocktails and then them to interview while they sit and drink them. And Riley made his own and left Marty, our afternoon guy, just hanging.
0: That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you for all the materials to make this drink for myself.
1: I, I will make it, and then you will interview me, and then I will leave. Yeah. No, he was so nice. He was so tall.
0: What do you think? Like 6'4"? Six five. Six five. He's Maybe a, six. Oh.
1: No, I'll, sit, I'll stick to six five.
0: Okay. So he's a tall one.
1: He's a tall one.
0: I've never met Riley Green. We had a, we did a, a like a virtual interview with him, I believe, one time. And that was yeah. it. Uh, But we I unfortunately Couldn't make it We had parent teacher Conferences yesterday Yeah And then we were bringing My daughter Who was going to do Your makeup So we just missed Riley Green We did get a chance To see Priscilla Block though
1: Who is also Gorgeous
0: Yeah you want to talk About the most Down to earth person You've ever met In your life
1: Yeah she is just like Along for the ride Yeah Living the dream She's great, too. They both performed. They weren't... Neither of them were supposed to do meet and greets. It was supposed to be like they get out of a car they do their per- little performance, they leave and head to the amphitheater and neither of them did that. Riley Green got there, he played his songs and then he played a couple, put his guitar down and said to some girls in the crowd, he was like, hey, I see you with your phones, let's just take a picture Or le- and then everybody walked up and he was like having a whole conversation with everybody there, oh, yeah. everybody was taking pictures, somebody made him a ja- like a customized jean jacket and gave it to him <laughs> and then when Priscilla Block performed, she was like having so much fun, she performed for like 30, 30
0: minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It was, normally it's like a two or three song set that they'll do, you know, acoustic or whatever. But she brought a little, she brought her band with her and yeah. they had a, they had a, a fun time. But was it just like a line of women? waiting to meet Riley Green when he showed up? Is that how that went? There
1: was about two guys there. Yeah.
0: Two dudes? Yeah. And I think that it, it, it hits me as kind of like when Sam Hunt first came onto the scene, and I know that, uh, that Riley Green is more of like a... He's more of like a country artist, right? Yeah. Uh, but that same kind of like starting to upstage the headliner a little bit. It,
1: yeah, like I heard
0: were, we're kind of on the fence there a little bit.
1: A lot of my friends that showed up last night all said the same thing. They were like, "We're just here for Riley." And as much as we all love Dirks, I was just there for Riley.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all the ladies who were here for Riley, raise your hand, and everybody raised their hand. It's kind of true. <laughs> I wouldn't
1: I will not be shocked if he just blows up immediately like next summer I don't necessarily know that he'll be headlining at somewhere like the Amphitheater but he will definitely I think he definitely kind of upstaged Dirks.
0: He could do a Music Park I think. I think next oh, yeah. next year he could probably do a St. Louis Music Park by himself. But yeah, it was a good show and and, and Dirks Bentley had a great show. It was just a little chilly and odd because you know we're so used to these these concerts being in the summer at the Amphitheater and it's weird it was weird for me to be out there last night in a hoodie and a jacket on top of that, and oh freezing. You know I what I mean?
1: I didn't, you know, me in Layers, we don't hang out, but I needed some Layers last night. Yeah.
0: And yeah. I didn't have them. It was a little chilly, but uh, if you missed any of it, you can always check out the 923 WIL Facebook page. We've got all the photos up there. And then later in the show today, I'm gonna post a video of my daughter doing. Casey's makeup there's which
1: thank God happened after Riley left (laughs) all I'm saying
0: there's some stuff that's already up like you can uh, you can see her makeup but I'm gonna post like a a longer video of the process which is which is pretty funny so we'll do that a little bit later in the show today free food Friday Free food
1: Friday. No one's gonna bring us food today, are
0: they? I don't know. I don't know. We we talked about this a little bit on Wednesday, where like every other station in this building, we're talking the Courtney Show, the Rizzuto Did you Show. They had a cake
1: yesterday. There's I know it was Courtney's cake, yeah. birthday, but it was,
0: it was her birthday, so they had some free food yesterday. Casey Morning Rock Show, ESPN, uh, Randy and Michelle Smallman. They're all getting free food all the time. This is the only station in the cluster that does not get free food ever. So I was like, we should just ask people for
2: free food. why do you
1: think that is what are they doing that we're not doing i don't know are they are they a talk are they are they on the air like, man, you know, I could really go for some Dunkin'. Yeah. It's crazy if it would just be here.
0: Like the mini the mini donut company is just so close. It's right across the street. Uh, That'd be so awesome. You could
1: walk. Uh.
0: <laughs> but we were like, it'd be, it'd be fun to, you know, uh, to plug a business on the air that, you know, restaurants have had a hard time over the last couple of years with short staffing and obviously not being able to be open like they were. So... You know, we'll give you a free plug. You bring us free food. We'll figure you're on the way we'll to the kitchen right about now. We'll
1: We'll wrangle up some, uh, hopefully somebody who needs a drop.
0: Yeah, just got to be today, though, in the next, like, you know, th- the three or four hours here. Um, and, uh, <laughs> you know, I just figure you're on your way to the kitchen. You know, you, you could prep. You could just prep us something, too.
1: <laughs> Just pack a little, a little doggy bag for it Remy is, and Casey. Yes,
0: it is a long shot, but uh, we want to celebrate Free Food Friday. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we're celebrating with your restaurant or place of food.
1: You come up with some stuff, my <laughs> friend.
2: Remy and Casey.
0: All right, Casey. For those that don't know about your haunted trunk, what uh, what on earth are we talking about? Because it's been a couple of days since we've talked about this.
1: Yeah, and it's been a couple. It's been a while since um, I bought it. Probably about two, maybe three weeks. Two weeks ago, I went to an Oktoberfest. That was more of like a vintage craft sale, um,
0: like a flea market.
1: A flea market yeah. type situation and they had this big trunk from the 1800s. I've always wanted one. It has a lot of awesome detail, so I took it home that day. Some weird stuff started happening with the dog, some weird stuff started happening with my boyfriend. There are some weird smells that have been happening. Oh. And this is not like a um I'm a smell person. Like I can smell anything as soon as I walk into a room. Yeah. And as soon as I open up my front door, it's a weird smell.
0: Okay. I wonder if haunted spirits, I wonder if spirits can bring smells with them. I wonder if that's a thing.
1: I don't know, but we should ask. We should ask the people who are going to have mess around on it.
0: What (laughs) what
1: exactly are they going to do? So
0: the St. Louis Paranormal Society reached out after we started talking about this trunk because we think it might be haunted. And apparently items can be haunted. I didn't think that was a thing. They
1: can like live in...
0: yeah, I always thought it was just like a, like a hotel, you know, an old mansion, an old house, whatever. There's just a spirit that lives inside. Well, apparently, that can happen with items, too. So you open up this trunk, and on the inside of the lid, there is this little baby with a little blue bonnet. And it's like eyes scratched out a little bit, just by happenstance.
1: It just looks...
0: It's just it's The whole thing is just... Which at first
1: when I saw it in the daylight out in the country, when someone was selling it for not a lot of money, I thought it was just charming and old, Yeah. which are the things that I like. And then I brought it out here to CreveCore, which I don't think it likes. (laughs) And Remy says, Remy's super creeped out by it too.
0: Yeah. So we've got the St. Louis Paranormal Society on board. They are going to analyze your trunk here in the studio. On Sunday. That was like the only day we can make this happen. So they're bringing technology. What do they call them? EVP, EV, EVF. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of technology, like things like that. But then she, it's a husband and wife team. But she also has like dousing rods that will, and a pendulum to see if there's any spirits that are within.
1: This hits me as so conjuring, which also is my favorite scary movie, but I never wanted to live it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So so I have don't I know.
1: manifested that upon myself?
0: Perhaps. Perhaps you have. But no. I just don't know if, if there are spirits or if there's some sort of like weird paranormal stuff happening here. I mean, what happens after that?
1: Well, we said that we, after you and I have done a little bit of research, we know that this trunk is worth more than what I paid for it, just for the historical factor. Mm-hmm. If these people come see it and get really freaked out, <laughs> I mean, I am not above just you know selling it to the next person.
0: <laughs> don't the tell them that it's haunted. Li-
1: no, <laughs> it's not a house. It's Base- not. That's not a rule.
0: Yeah, just put it up on Facebook Marketplace. Be like, I. I don't know much about this. You know everything about this. I know nothing about this trunk. It's just, you know, put your sheets and your your comforters and stuff inside, please. Exactly. (laughs) So we're going to have your trunk analyzed on Sunday. We'll have the results on Monday or Tuesday of next week. We're going to take video of the whole thing. And they said, like they specifically said to me, we are not the ghost adventure people that you see on Discovery Channel.
1: Which I kind of like. I don't want something corny.
0: If there's nothing there, then there's nothing there. we're not going to make something up to make it like there's something there. So, that's what they said. So, I like that we have true ghost hunters.
1: Professionals. Like,
0: hit you in the core. I got passion for this. I only deal with real ghosts. Nice. So, that's what we're going to get on Sunday. I'm very excited about this. Are you excited about this?
1: I'm excited about it. I'm excited to learn more about it, see if there's any stories that come of it, and also... I am curious to get it appraised.
0: <laughs> I just want to know
1: for my own self.
0: I mean, what's the uh, the actual goal here? Is that I just want to see how much money this thing is worth.
1: Yeah, I just kind of want to know. I'm with- probably not going to do anything. Honestly, I'm probably not going to like sell it or something unless there's something really wild happening. Yeah. But I think it'll be fun to know.
0: Yeah, with or without ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna get that. Uh, we're gonna get that appraised on Sunday and uh, see. We'll see Monday or Tuesday. I'm I'm excited. It's uh, definitely part of our 31 mornings of Halloween. It's powered by Johnny Brocks.
2: Casey covers country on 92.3 WIL. The Zach Brown Band.
1: Okay, so do you remember like the the, the, the Zach Brown and his band? <laughs> they <laughs> they've fallen off course a time or two. Do you remember Zach
0: Brown and his band?
1: <laughs> they've fallen off course a time or two. Yeah, in the sense of like. Um,
0: they went down like the techno route for a little bit. They went down
1: a techno route. Yeah. They got a little in their last album. I think it was, they got a little political and a little, um, spicy, spicy, just kind of went with the times and experimental. They got a little experimental. Yeah. And then, um, they released an album last night at midnight and it's called the comeback because I think they realized the experiment just didn't really work. So they're making a comeback to their roots. Okay. And the sound that sounds a lot like the chicken fried, the songs that you may have heard from them at the beginning of their career.
0: The goal was to help people remember what it's like when we are all together and then produce the, the best body of work that we've done so far and, uh, and it's called The Comeback. It represents the whole world coming back together. To me and what that feels like And seeing what America really is Rather than what it's been portrayed as
1: So I've already kind of gone through And listened to little snippets of every song Off this album which is out today
0: Is there one called Steak Fried?
1: Steak Fried (laughs) Chicken Fried Steak, Chicken Steak Fried Come back yeah Uh, No there's not Dang it. But I've gone through and I've listened to most of the songs Or little clips of all of them And I think it sounds a lot more country Then we've heard from them in a bit. So if you're into the Zac Brown band and you feel like maybe they've strayed, I would say check out this album yeah. this weekend. Also, I kind of like that um, on the cover of it, it's just Zac Brown, not all 12 guys. Okay. But he's covered in mud. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag the Georgia Clay where they're from.
0: Oh, gotcha.
2: Okay.
1: I haven't seen it yet. And if you look at one of their, like their first album, I think it was called The Foundation. That's the album that Chicken Fried was on. Mm -hmm. It's just Zach Brown covered in mud. Okay. So this is kind of like a nod back to when they started and that they're getting back to that. I see you. Yeah. So I posted a, the making of the comeback. It's like a little behind the scenes video that they made in the studio or they made when, you know, they're running around together during covid and that's on our Facebook page. You can find it at 92.3 W.I.L.
2: Real news is lame. This is unprofessional news on 92.3 W.I.L.
0: It's a bro bricked, moon nicked, nicked. And the second one here, there's a moose loose about this hoose. What are you doing to me? That's sexy. You think that's a sexy accent? What? Is it a sexy accent?
1: I wouldn't say so.
0: Okay. Well, the UK disagrees because the Scottish accent has been voted the sexiest in the UK. A survey by the international dating app Happen, which I'm guessing is probably just a UK thing, asked which accents they found most attractive and the Scots came out on top.
1: I just have to disagree. (laughs) I don't understand how. It sounds silly. It sounds like a storybook, like someone's jumped right out of a storybook and I have to solve their riddles.
0: Yeah. Northern Irish and the Queen's English were also featured in the top five most sexiest accents in the UK. On the other end of the scale, Essex was voted the most unattractive accent, with just 3% of voters considering it sexy. I don't know. I I don't. Let me just let me just give you just a little taste. And the second one here, there's a moose loose about this hoose. Hot, just steamy.
1: Did you just say a loose?
0: Moose exactly. Built this house. A moose loose moose in the noose. I don't. I have no, I have I, no idea. F- like if I have to, I would much rather hear something like this. You know what I mean? Like an English an mean. English accent. I find this sexy.
1: I kind of don't either. <laughs> I just don't. I, I think it's the. Uh, I don't know.
0: What? He, oh, I, it's oh, a little
1: too soft so for
0: me. We go. We go for the whole world. What's the sexiest accent? Give
1: it an Alabama. <laughs> Alabama. Or like. Um, I kind of like Australian because it's sort of British but has a twang to it.
0: It's it's like the the Southern British, yeah, right? They're the, the, super chill. Yeah. Pass the B-yeah. That's all I got. (laughs) Next story. North Carolina residents need to check their lottery tickets as they could be one of over 10,000 top prize winners. I don't know why you would do this to yourself, but it's a pick three drawing. And the numbers that were drawn were 555. Literally 10,000 people played that number. So all of a sudden, your amazing winnings that you were supposed to have are now being split up by 10,000 people. That's a lot. So I believe the prizes will be two hundred and fifty dollars or five hundred dollars, depending on how much they bet. I just—that's part of the reason that I don't like the lottery—is that like if I ever hit the Powerball, but there was like three or four other people, uh, I don't know yeah. what I would do. Instead of like five hundred million, I don't know what I would do with like one hundred and twenty.
1: <laughs> that is simply not enough.
0: What would you do with one hundred and twenty million dollars? There's nothing you could do after you bought gas, especially nowadays. <laughs> Lord. If you ask the average American what the most stressful age of their lives is, what age do you think that would be?
1: My, my guess is your age.
0: It is exactly my age.
1: 36,
0: A new study found girl. the average American feels the most stressed at 36. They didn't explain how they got this number, but assuming that the you know average response would be like really drilling into adulting by that age with a mortgage, a family, a career, their 30s, maybe the decade. That they uh, have the least amount of free time. This is my life I right now. I want
1: you to know, uh, I appreciate you, and I can't wait for the day that you get some chill because <laughs> you, you have
0: none. I, I have a little you bit are of always chill. Stressed? No. There's
1: always something going on.
0: Look at me you over here. Anyone. Look at me over here. Your I'm left eye is twitching. Super chill right now. Mm. see Look at my feet are going up on the desk. No, they're not. They're up now.
1: They won't be for long.
0: Here, let me just pull off the. Let me just pull off the. I'm gas excited here.
1: for you to hit 40 I'm just. I'm
0: pulling off the gas here. I'm excited
1: here. for you. Just
0: chilling over here.
1: Because I think that really is the decade of okay. I know exactly what I'm doing around here, and I don't care anymore. I'm just living my life. Like I care enough to get it done, but also don't talk to me. <laughs> I'm excited for you to hit that.
0: Okay, well, I'm gonna go take a chill pill, and uh, the Blues take on the Kings uh for the home opener tomorrow so mm-hmm. that's kind of a big deal uh puck drop at seven o'clock obviously the party's going to be going on all day outside the enterprise center so join us let's go blues all right time for remy versus casey today we've got our contestants monica and st louis tammy and Peevely. tammy was on the phone first so who do you think is going to win tammy remy or casey
2: i'm going with casey today
0: <laughs> no way no way <laughs> Are you paying these people seriously?
2: This is the fight of our lives. It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country ninety two three WIL. A one point lead for Remy this month seven six. Only six days to go. Hi, your leader over here. No big deal. No big deal. Uh, Today we've got ourselves a game of what happened first. Oh, okay, cool. Ready for this? Yes. Ready? Ready for this? Remy, you won yesterday. Casey, head on out to the hallway. 7-6. 7-6. Remy's got the lead this month. Easy game. You just let me know which of these two happened first. Remy, question number one. What happened first? The movie I Know What You Did Last Summer or The Blair Witch Project? I Know What You Did Last Summer. Question number two. You're a candy corn fan, right? I love the candy corn. What's wrong with you? What came first? Candy corn or Tootsie Rolls? Ooh, that's tough. Two OGs.
0: Candy corn seems more like 1800s to me Doesn't it? Doesn't it seem like that to you? I would, ah. mm-hmm. I'm gonna That's say
2: it. I'm gonna say Tootsie Rolls Question number three What movie came first? The Purge Or Zombieland? Purge
0: Zombieland Purge Going back and forth I'm gonna say Zombieland
2: Have you seen Pur- The Purge by the way? I have not. I haven't seen it yet. Isn't isn't that another one where there's like eight? I think they had a couple sequels, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, What happened first in Hocus Pocus? This is your movie, right? Yes. Was it Thackeray being turned into a cat or Billy being woken from the dead? Oh, that would be Thackeray turning into a cat. Question number five, the last one. What movie came first, Strangers or The Ring? Strangers? Or the ring. <laughs> Strangers. You just say it to see what sounds different. Or the ring. Sounds I'm trying better. to
0: remember what year. The ring, I feel like, was like high school for me, maybe. Uh, and I don't know the movie Strangers at all. Strangers is
2: terrifying. So I'm gonna say Strangers. All right. Strangers is like that movie that actually is a very, very scary movie. It's based okay. on a real story. So okay. Okay. don't watch it with the kids. Casey, are you ready? Yep. Good outing by Remy here. Uh, what happened first is the game. So what happened first, movie-wise? I know what you did last summer or the Blair Witch project.
1: Mm, Blair Witch.
2: What happened first? Candy corn or the Tootsie roll?
1: I'm gonna vote the Tootsie Roll.
2: Meat doesn't like candy corn, by the way. Candy corn's disgusting. Mm, that's I don't rude. know what's wrong with you. I don't
1: think you should hang out with us anymore.
2: <laughs> this is the, the candy corn crew. <laughs> candy corn only. Uh, what happened first? The movie The Purge or Zombieland?
1: Oh, Zombieland.
2: Seemed a little hesitant. Yeah. Mm-hmm, not sure. Uh, what happened first in Hocus Pocus? Thackeray being turned into a cat. Pretty or early. Or Billy being woken from the dead.
1: Mm, Thackeray turning into a cat.
2: Thackeray. And what happened first? The movie Strangers or the movie The Ring?
1: I was just talking about Strangers yesterday. I've never seen the ring, so I'm voting the ring.
2: Okay, what a battle. Strangers is terrifying, right? I hate it. It's my
1: least favorite scary movie ever.
2: It's the one that makes me actually really nervous watching it.
1: I can't even, like, open my eyes most of the time. Well,
2: I'm going to watch it now with that glowing (laughs) review. (laughs)
1: Guarantee you're not. You won't make it through because you'll cry. It's terrifying.
2: (laughs) Uh, Question number one. What happened first? I Know What You Did Last Summer or The Blair Witch Project? Remy, you went with I Know What You Did Last Summer. Casey, you went opposite. You said The Blair Witch Project. I Know What You Did Last Summer was 1997. The Blair Witch Project... Two years later, 1999 With a one point lead Question number two What came first, candy corn or the Tootsie Roll? Tootsie Roll Invented in 1908 Candy corn The 1880s Oh my god You said that It's like an 1800s candy or something You both said Tootsie Roll So no points picked up there Uh, Question number three What movie came first, The Purge or Zombieland? Remy, you said Zombieland. Casey, you also said Zombieland. The Purge was 2013. Zombieland was 2009. Nice. You both pick up a point. Let's go. Two for Remy. One for Casey heading into question four. Hocus Pocus. What happened first in the movie? Thackeray being turned into a cat. Or Billy being woken from the dead You both went with Thackeray And you both picked up a point That was like the very beginning of the movie Yeah. And then Billy comes from the dead to save the day at the end uh, So three, two, Remy leads right now You've got differing answers for the last one What came first, Strangers Or The Ring Casey, you said The Ring Remy, you said Strangers, having never seen the movie Strangers debuted in 2008 The Ring two thousand. Yeah, Casey ties yep. it up. I was oh. right. It wasn't high school. All right. Your final one here. We're going to have you guys write your answers down. Ready for this? Uh-huh.
0: Going to the old tiebreaker
2: phone here. Going to the old tiebreaker. In what year did the original Frankenstein movie debut? The original Frankenstein. Casey says 1929. Remy, what do you got? 1968. Casey's closer. Casey wins. Duh. When was it? It was 1931. Did they even have video then? It was black and white. It
1: was black and white. (laughs) It was so bad, too.
2: And we are tied up this month. 7-7. Woo!
1: Casey. Casey.
0: Casey. <laughs> All right. Tammy was right. That's fine.
1: <laughs> Tammy was right.
0: Tammy, you want to go to Jingle Fest or would you like those Magic House passes? Um, I want to
1: go with the Magic House passes.
0: All right. Well, I think it worked out for everybody. Monica's going to Jingle Fest. We'll get your information. Hang out on the line and maybe next week because it is the week of Halloween. Something scary might happen and someone might choose me.
1: Mm, yeah, that would be pretty
0: <laughs> risky. Not going to lie. I don't we're, we're like neck and neck right now. <laughs> so last night was, uh, it was it was the culmination of like several months. I feel like it's been a couple months. You lost Remy versus Casey the month of August. Yes. Your penalty was to have my six year old daughter do your makeup for a show. And then attend the show with the makeup on.
1: Right. There were there were a lot of speed bumps and things. Like, we, first off, didn't end up going to Thomas Rhett, so it couldn't have been that show, even though I think it was supposed to be. It couldn't be Jason Dean because your daughter got sick. Yes. So last night, our last Hollywood Casino Theater show, it went down.
0: Yeah, she showed up at the pre-party, and she had a whole lookbook. She had a whole, like... Uh, she had a whole bunch of choices for you to make and uh, this was this was the, the choices that you had.
2: A cat, dog, a mermaid, flower, regular queen, and flower with vines coming down, fish, and shark. Nice. Okay.
0: Bye. So I think that she, because she is six years old, her only association with makeup right now is face painting at like carnivals and things. Right. So she gave you a whole list of things that she could just do on your on your face. Yes. Yeah,
1: so we chose mermaid. Yes. And within the first moment, she could we had all this colorful eyeshadow and lipsticks and things. It's within the first moment, she picks up a brush, she goes in on the eyeshadow. I close my eyes. Smack on the forehead. <laughs> and I thought, oh, this is how it's going to go. So you
0: were thinking that she was going she was going straight it's for your island. It's just eyelid. like your
1: natural it's your natural reaction when somebody has an eye Shadow brush, yeah, and they dip it in eyeshadow. You close your eyes, yeah. She went smack dab into the middle of my head, yeah. And I just remember thinking, Oh, I don't know what is about to happen to my face.
0: So, we posted a video up just now. I know that there's like been pictures and there's a there's some short videos on the Instagram page too, but on Facebook, I just posted a longer video of kind of the process that she went through. It's like a two minute long video of the whole thing. And it's hilarious to see her working because every time that she hits a part of Casey's face with that brush that's normally not touched with a brush, you could see Casey's flinch and just go, oh, I know what's happening. You can kind of sense, like you didn't you didn't have a mirror, so you didn't know what was happening the entire time. Right. But you could feel what was happening on your face. I could feel,
1: face. oh, I hear there she goes with the lipstick. Oh, now it's on my cheek. Okay. <laughs> it was that over and over again for about 20 minutes. So. Yeah. So it was interesting then when I did get to look.
0: Yes, the reveal was pretty amazing. Yes. And we've got that all captured on camera. And then we, we headed over to the Dirk Bentley show and took some pictures with listeners.
1: I think you mean broke some necks as broke I walked some necks, by. Yeah.
0: The best part, I think, uh, uh, so I drove Casey over to the venue so that she could leave her car at the casino. And <laughs> she was like turning away from people so that they wouldn't ask I was questions. Trying,
1: I I was like, I just don't want to... People are going to be like, what is with this girl right now?
0: We have to check in like as, as workers for the venue, we have to check in. And it's so funny because the woman that's always checking us in was like not even phased. She's seen everything.
1: Yeah. She looks, and she knows us by now. She, we walk up, she takes one look at both of us and goes, all right, go ahead. (laughs) And I was like, that's it. (laughs) Remy said, you're not going to comment on her makeup. And she goes, No, I know your daughter did it. (laughs) She already knows everything.
0: Yeah, she was listening. But we did have a bunch of people come up, and they were like, we want to take pictures of Casey and her makeup. And uh, yeah, it was a a good, fun night. And you can see the entire thing, all the video on the Facebook page now or on Instagram. So make sure to follow 923WIL.
1: And if that's not enough of a uh, imagery for you, I just want you to know that Emerson put so much makeup on me that I brought two makeup wipes, too, like, and Neutrogena face up, like, makeup wipes, one is supposed to get the job done, period. Yeah. I used two and still needed a shower. <laughs> <laughs> so go check out the pictures. Yeah,
0: go check out the pictures in the video.
2: Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 W.I.L. I was in a cab, just a regular cab in New York City, on the highway. Driver starts driving with his knees, and then he leans over to the passenger seat, takes out a flute, a two-handed wind instrument, and started playing the flute. This
0: This actually happened. A guy near Toronto got pulled over on Wednesday for driving while playing a flute with both hands. He was sitting at a red light playing along to a song on his iPod. and a light changed, and he continued to play as he started driving again.
1: That's so weird.
0: Uh, some cops happened to be out doing distracted driving enforcement, and that would qualify, I would imagine. They pulled him over, posted a photo of the flute, which was made of wood, not metal. So it's one of those, I think it's a maybe a pan flute or something like that. We were seeing that with like the little, they hold it up like this, and there's like different lengths of pipes down it. I think oh. that's what he was playing. But uh, look, I've seen some weird stuff on 270. I remember there was a there was a woman that was driving with her knees and had a plate of fried chicken, was dipping it in ranch or some sauce of some sort, just like chilling. Like can, you're pulling up on somebody. Can you imagine somebody eating like a fried chicken dinner in their car while driving <laughs> That happened. And I'm sure people have so many stories about what they've seen out on the roads of St. Louis. There's some weird stuff out there.
1: Yeah. I feel like the craziest things is I I always catch drivers with like a foot out the window. Yeah. Like a foot, out, like a one leg out the window. We're not
0: talking Jeeps. We're talking no, like a car.
1: Like a car out <laughs> the car window. And I'm always thinking that you just seem like a show off now. Yeah. Put that thing back inside.
0: Uh, you tuck that back in. An anonymous buyer now owns the remains of the largest triceratops ever found. We talked about this a while ago. How the triceratops bone, the triceratops bones were up for auction, while well, somebody bought them, seven point seven million dollars.
1: What's the point of that?
0: The original estimate was a little uh, under two million.
1: It seems a little excessive to me.
0: Everybody buys this stuff for investments. Okay. So you're buying this in hopes that someday you can sell it for 14 million instead of seven
1: I mean I hope so but what if someday no one cares and you just have a bunch of bones
0: That's possible that's pot like I just all I picture in my mind is I feel like it's the third Jurassic world or the second Jurassic world where like there's that big room filled with a bunch of just bones in a, in a collection uh-huh. but I don't know why this isn't in a museum like how can you own dinosaur bones? I just feel like that's
1: that's another thing. I that's don't the get
0: Smithsonian's. It. Like yeah. anything in the ground is the Smithsonian's.
1: <laughs> they own it all. <laughs> Automatically. <laughs>
0: yes. If it's dead or if it's petrified, if it's
1: earth. It's the Smithsonian.
0: Smithsonian owns it. They they have to. But apparently, this private owner owns it now. Seven million dollars later. A poll earlier this week found that sitting in traffic is the number one thing we're annoyed about coming back. Now we talked about that. Now, a separate survey looked at how much time we saved by not having to commute. The average employee has saved 252 hours by working from home wow. and not having to drive to work every day.
1: I really feel that for people like from us on the Illinois side, my whole a bunch of my family, I grew up watching them drive to St. Louis every day for work and then turn around and drive back home. Or like if you work downtown, but you live in St. Charles, yeah. that same situation. Mm-hmm. And that kills so much of your time, especially in rush hour. When you're just stuck in traffic,
0: yeah. So, yeah. thankfully, it's not. Uh, if you're stuck in traffic, that's a different story. But usually, you know, everything's twenty minutes away in St. Louis, right? Sure. Living in Chicago for a little bit, that was not the case. Oh yeah. It was literally like two hours of your day.
1: Yeah, we don't have like a ton of traffic as, but I understand the commute situation. Yeah,
0: you you waste so much of your time on the road. Eighty percent of people say that the extra time has helped them accomplish more things. Oh, huh. good for you! Imagine that, Remy
2: and Casey. Kids of Elm Street don't know it yet, but something is coming to get them.
1: There's something out there, isn't
0: there? This movie was so scary. You could just see cuts happen. What is in town? So when I was a kid, we would always have this thing where we'd be like, Freddy Krueger's outside of our house right now. Very scary. This came out in 1984. I didn't know that.
1: For the time, that movie, yes. Yeah. So scary.
0: Yeah, very scary. Uh, So that is our our pick for tonight. It's movie night for our 31 mornings of Halloween, and we've done Ghostbusters, we've done Scream, and we've also done Halloween Town. So this week we figured we'd do something real scary. Scream is scary, but it's kind of like...
1: Scream is scary, but it's like a jokey scary. Yeah,
0: it's like a funny scary kind of thing. But Nightmare on on Elm Street
1: (laughs) is like the... Original, in my head, the original like scary, scary movie.
0: Yeah, so you got Freddy Krueger just like lurking around, and I found this interesting. So Wes Craven, right, who produced, wrote, directed all that kind of stuff. Basically, Freddy Krueger is an amalgamation of all of his childhood terrors. So one one character is a combination of Freddy, which was the name of the bully who beat Craven up in elementary school and his signature hat was based on one worn by a drunk who scared Craven when he was young. So it's kind of like an amalgamation of a couple different things. All the
1: things that like traumatized him as a kid yeah. built up into one monster. So
0: here he is. Freddy Krueger with his uh with his claw fingers, little Wolverine hands. Ugh. <laughs> uh Nightmare Nightmare on Elm Street is our pick tonight. So I don't know, have you have you seen this movie?
1: Yeah, I've seen the movie. I I don't watch it often. It's not one of the movies that I like go back and choose just for the sake of it being a tra- traditional movie.
0: Yeah, I think that's what it is for a lot of people because I I don't know. I've always chose other movies. Like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do a scary movie, like a Scream or I Know What You Did Last Summer, or one of those are mm-hmm. like my go-to's. Yeah. Hocus Pocus, obviously. Right. But uh, this would be a good one to to, to <laughs> scare the popcorn out of your. Hands tonight. Yeah. uh, If you want a good movie tonight. So uh, that's our pick tonight for Movie Night Nightmare on Elm Street. Check it out. We've got a a fun little, uh, we got some fun facts up on the website, 923wil.com, and of course on the Facebook page too. If you want to hang out there, 923wil, you can see uh, popcorn flying in the air on that picture right there. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, it's our 31 mornings of Halloween. 923wil, new country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey on a Friday which means we need to leave now.
1: That's
0: true. It's time for home.
1: <laughs> you need to leave. I'll be here for a little longer. Yeah,
0: a little bit longer today. We had a great time on the show today as uh we are, were we found out that we're getting Casey's trunk analyzed. She bought this old-timey trunk. Haunted things been happening in your house. And yeah. so Sunday we're going to bring it into the studio. We're going to have the St. Louis Paranormal Society take a look at it. We'll get video for you and on Monday or Tuesday we'll report back.
1: Yeah see how it goes with the
0: decision who knows maybe there's some ghosts hanging out inside
1: i hope not but also these people seem really legit and we even got a phone call one of our listeners says that her daughter's like a medium or yeah. somehow is sensitive in that form
0: she can talk with the dead
1: yeah and she said that she would also check it out
0: yeah we need to uh we need to get in touch with her and we'll obviously keep you posted Man, I'm just nervous for it. I'm nervous for it because we're like inviting it at that point. You're recognizing it, inviting, any kind yeah, of paranormal activity. Yeah, just know activity. if something
1: happens, I'm not taking it back home. I'll leave it in this <laughs> studio before I take it back home. No,
0: we need to put it in the Arch or in the Rizzuto show because uh! maybe that'll help their ratings go down a little bit. Uh, <laughs> uh, we also had Emerson, my six-year-old, do your makeup last night for the Dirk Bentley show.
1: Yeah, it was great.
0: I think she did a great job.
1: She thinks so too.
0: You were a mermaid? And uh, you could see that video.
1: It looks like, um, you know, what artist is it? Picasso, Van Gogh, Monet. Yeah. Who's uh, whose thing is up in town right now? Van Gogh. Van Gogh, Starry Night. Uh, that was what my face looked like.
0: Okay, yeah, I could see that. That was
1: a good. That's a good comparison. So, are
0: you saying that my daughter is like Van Gogh? Yeah. Okay. We need to make some money off of her then real quick.
1: If that, yeah. If that's, if that's, (laughs) I wouldn't maybe book like events through her, but maybe just, you know, abstract art. Yeah she could have a career
0: go see her work on Casey's face on the Facebook page or on Instagram and let us know what you think and tonight your movie is nightmare on Elm Street for the 31 mornings of Halloween watch it powered by Johnny Brox we're gonna go have a weekend and the next week is our big Halloween week which means we'll be having our Halloween party on that Friday and we're dressing up and we've got costumes. <laughs>
1: We've got costumes. We
0: are so ready for this. Yeah. So if you missed anything from the show, check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast. Otherwise, have a good weekend. We'll see you Monday. Thanks for hanging out. You can catch the Remy and Casey Show live Monday through Friday from 6 to 10 a.m. on 92.3 WIL on your radio.
1: Or download the 92.3 WIL app. You can also enter to win concert tickets and use the feedback feature to participate in the show and join the conversation.